Here is the closing Schwab market update as of 4.15 p.m. Eastern Time, 15 minutes after market close for Friday, February 10th. U.S. equities ended the day mixed in a quiet trading session, while the major indexes posted solid losses for the week. Investors sifted through more mixed earnings results, as Expedia Group and Lyft fell well short of the street's expectations, with the latter also disappointing with its first quarter guidance, while PayPal Holdings bested forecasts and offered an upbeat outlook. Economic news remained light, as the loan report showed a better-than-expected increase in consumer sentiment for February. Treasury yields were mixed, and the U.S. dollar traded to the upside, while crude oil prices rose and gold declined. Asian and European stocks finished lower, as the international markets digested regional data and continued to grapple with the implications of monetary policy tightening. The Dow Jones Industrial Average rose 169 points, or 0.5%, to 33,869, and the S&P 500 Index went up 9 points, or 0.2%, to 4,090, while the Nasdaq Composite lost 71 points, or 0.6%, to 11,718. In moderate volume, 3.8 billion shares of NYSE-listed stocks were traded, and 4.8 billion shares changed hands on the Nasdaq. WTI crude oil gained $1.66 to $79.72 per barrel. Elsewhere, the gold spot price went down $3.60 to $1,874.90 per ounce, and the dollar index gained 0.3% to 103.56. Markets ended lower for the week, as the S&P 500 declined 1.1%, The Dow Jones Industrial Average dipped 0.2%, and the Nasdaq Composite fell 2.4%. In equity news on Friday, Expedia Group Incorporated, ticker symbol EXPE, reported adjusted fourth quarter earnings per share of $1.26, below the $1.69 fact set estimate, as revenues rose 14.9% year over year to $2.62 billion versus the street's forecast of $2.70 billion. Gross bookings rose 17% year-over-year, and its free cash flow rose to $2.8 billion, down 9.7% from a year ago, but over 70% higher compared to 2019. The online travel shopping company said it delivered its most profitable year in 2022, and that demand for travel was strong and accelerating, despite the negative impacts of severe weather. Expedia Group traded solidly lower. Lyft Incorporated, ticker symbol LYFT, posted an adjusted fourth quarter loss of 76 cents per share, well below the forecasted 13 cent profit that the street was looking for, as revenues grew 21.1% year over year to $1.18 billion, mostly matching expectations. Lyft said it recorded 20.3 million active riders during the period, essentially flat from the third quarter and still below pre-pandemic levels, but 8.7% higher year-over-year. However, the rideshare company said it sees first-quarter 2023 revenue of roughly $975 million, compared to the $1.09 billion fact-set estimate, citing seasonality and lower prices. Shares of Lyft plunged over 35%.
PayPal Holdings Incorporated, ticker symbol PYPL, posted adjusted fourth quarter earnings per share of $1.24, besting expectations for $1.20 on a 6.7% year-over-year increase in revenues to $7.38 billion, nearly in line with projections. Looking ahead, the digital payment and financial firm said it sees earnings per share within a range of $1.08 to $1.10, compared to the street's $1.07 forecast on roughly 7.5% revenue growth. Additionally, PayPal said CEO Dan Schulman will retire and leave the company at the end of 2023, but remain a member of the board of directors. Shares were higher. The fourth quarter earnings season revved up this week. Results have been mixed along with guidance as corporations try to determine the ultimate impact of the aggressive Fed monetary policy tightening on the economy and profit margins. Schwab's chief investment strategist Lizanne Saunders notes in her latest article titled Beat It or Don't, an update to a chilly earnings season, how in the face of persistent macro headwinds, Earnings growth continues to deteriorate, putting the fundamental backdrop for the market at risk. You can follow Lizanne on Twitter, at Lizanne Saunders. Read all our market commentary on our Insights and Education page, and you can follow us on Twitter, at Schwab Research. In economic news on Friday, the preliminary University of Michigan Consumer Sentiment Index for February showed that sentiment increased more than expected, rising to 66.4 from January's final reading of 64.9 and above the Bloomberg consensus estimate calling for a slight increase to 65. A solid rise in the current conditions portion of the index more than offset a slight decline in the expectations component of the report. The one-year inflation forecast rose to 4.2% from 3.9% in January and the 5-10 to year inflation outlook remained at the prior month's 2.9% rate. Treasury rates were mixed, as the yield on the two-year note was down one basis point at 4.51%, while the yield on the 10-year note increased six basis points to 3.74%, and the 30-year bond rate rose nine basis points to 3.83%. Treasury yields have jumped in the wake of last week's monetary policy decision from the Federal Open Market Committee, or FOMC, where it raised its target for the Fed funds rate by 25 basis points. In comments earlier this week at the Economic Club in Washington, D.C., Fed Chair Jerome Powell reiterated the committee's stance that future increases are likely, despite the welcome sign of inflation ebbing, noting that a still tight labor market, along with persistent inflation, have been drivers in its rate hike campaign. In the latest Washington Wise podcast titled Economy is Thriving but Fed Not Ready to Let Go, Schwab's chief fixed income strategist Kathy Jones and managing director of legislative and regulatory affairs Michael Townsend discusses how the economy is thriving, jobs and wages are growing, but the Fed is promising more rate hikes and what the markets and investors are to make of these mixed messages. You can follow Kathy on Twitter at Kathy Jones and Michael at Mike Townsend CS. Next week's economic calendar will be far more robust and likely to garner heightened attention along with a fourth quarter earnings season that will continue in earnest. Investors will get the complete January inflation picture courtesy of the Consumer Price Index or CPI 
the producer price index or PPI and the import price index. Housing will also be on display with the NAHB housing market index and housing starts and building permits joining the weekly read on MBA mortgage applications. Reads on business activity will come via the Fed's Industrial Production and Capacity Utilization Report, as well as the Empire Manufacturing Index and the Philadelphia Fed Index. Meanwhile, January retail sales, initial jobless claims for the week ended February 11th, January's leading economic index, and business inventories are also slated for release. FedSpeak will again be heavy and likely to garner some attention as the markets continue to assess the Fed's recent policy moves and what the future may hold. In international news on Friday, stocks in Europe were lower across the board as investors sifted through a host of economic data in the region. Fourth quarter GDP growth in the UK matched expectations, the nation's trade balance widened more than forecasts, and industrial production declined at a slower than projected rate, while industrial production in Italy surprised to the upside. Meanwhile, investors continue to assess the outlook for monetary policy, as a rate increase last week by the Fed in the US was followed by rate hikes by the European Central Bank and Bank of England. The euro and British pound moved lower versus the US dollar, while bond yields in the eurozone and the UK gained ground. European markets have had a strong start for 2023, as stocks have been buoyed by signs that warmer-than-expected winter weather may help the region avoid an energy crisis, as well as China's reopening and expectations that global central bank aggressive tightening may cool off. These positive developments have countered uncertainty regarding the ultimate implications of aggressive monetary policy tightening around the world on the global economy and financial conditions. Schwab's chief global investment strategist Jeffrey Kleintop CFA discusses in his latest article titled The Everything Everywhere All at Once Rally how despite market volatility, inflationary pressures and a potential earnings recession, a rally involving stocks, bonds and some commodities started in November still persists. You can follow Jeff on Twitter at Jeffrey Kleintop. The UK FTSE 100 index was down 0.4%. France's CAC 40 index declined 0.8%, Germany's DAX index dropped 1.4%, Spain's IBEX 35 index fell 1.2%, Italy's FTSE MIB index lost 0.9%, and Switzerland's Swiss market index traded 0.8% lower. Stocks in Asia followed in the footsteps of the U.S. markets to finish lower to end the week. The global markets continue to wrestle with the uncertainty regarding how long global central banks will remain in monetary policy tightening mode. Last week, the Fed in the US, the European Central Bank and the Bank of England all raised rates, while the Reserve Bank of Australia and the Reserve Bank of India followed suit with their own increases. Equities in mainland China and Hong Kong led to the downside amid weakness in the technology sector. Geopolitical tensions between the U.S. and China remained heightened in the wake of the U.S. downing what was believed to be a Chinese spy balloon that was floating over U.S. soil. In economic news, wholesale prices in China fell more than forecasts, but consumer prices continue to rise. 
Optimism of China's reopening has countered the uncertainty regarding the ultimate impact of the aggressive monetary policy tightening from most central banks around the world. In his article titled, Global Outlook, Recovery and Risk, Schwab's Jeffrey Kleintop notes our markets may continue to see volatility in 2023 as they navigate between global economic growth and inflation fears, with central banks decreasing rate hikes and China's reopening. Japan's Nikkei 225 index was the lone market in the region to close in the green, up 0.3%, with the yen seeing some strength amid a Nikkei report that Kazuo Ueda will be appointed the Bank of Japan's next governor. China's Shanghai Composite Index finished 0.3% higher, and the Hong Kong Hang Seng Index tumbled 2% after a tumultuous week of trading. Australia's S&P ASX 200 Index declined 0.8%, India's S&P BSE Sensex 30 Index declined 0.2%, and South Korea's Kospi Index lost 0.5%. The international economic calendar for next week will offer some reports that may shape market action, including Japan's fourth quarter GDP, industrial production, tertiary industry index, trade balance and core machinery orders, Australia's consumer and business confidence and employment data, the Eurozone's fourth quarter GDP, industrial production, trade balance as well as German wholesale prices. Additionally, the UK will release reports on its employment figures, CPI, PPI, the Retail Price Index, and Retail Sales. That concludes the closing Schwab Market Update as of 4.15pm Eastern Time, 15 minutes after market close for Friday, February 10th.